John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show! Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. It's not really a show though, is it? It's just, you, you just can't be asked. So it's, uh, what's, what's the technical term? A blooper episode, a best of episode. It, it's a best of, it's a best of episode with bloopers and other un, uh, previously unheard highlights. Uh, with all the racism, sexism, homophobia, all the other, all the other isms and stuff cut out. <laughs> I hope yeah. this is not just an episode where you just stitch me up. And just play all <laughs> all the bits where I'm horrible, and then you just sound really nice. Well, there'd be more than one episode if that were the case. <laughs> yeah, all the stories that I've told that are not allowed to be aired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ones that I've deemed up to this point to be far too <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> yeah, but no, as John has. Uh, kind of pointed out there this is going to be a best of and uh, bloopers show we'll be back later in january with a whole brand new episode shouldn't it be called a worst of show <laughs> well best of <laughs> best of and worst of show with bloopers <laughs> still contains stand-up comedy live comedy musical comedy oh it's gonna be amazing an amazing bumper new year gift to you all ah uh, i'm sold <laughs> excellent <laughs> and now it's time for this I suppose. <laughs> now here are some bits you've never heard before. These are stories and anecdotes that were not deemed good enough for a normal episode. But seeing how most listeners would have spent the last few weeks gorging themselves on pies and booze, it's unlikely that they'll have the get up and go to turn this shit off. That's right. Lie back on the sofa and let the drivel wash over you. I think, yeah, I just thought now, I'll probably talk about that sort of stuff. I think the worst thing as a parent is the first time that your kid goes missing in a shop. That is... Uh, oh, yeah. That's probably the worst feeling ever. Because I, I quite often hide on my kids uh, when I'm shopping, but I hide where I can see them and then, uh, you know, jump out and wait till they start crying a little bit and then jump out. <laughs> but one time ever, the first time ever properly got me back yeah she went and i didn't know where she'd gone and i really was freaking out that's it it was only for about three minutes but it was it yeah, feels like an hour three minutes of yeah <laughs> so probably that's the worst i think worst experience shopping yeah yeah when your kids go missing well <laughs> uh, a guy i work with he said he's got two daughters of a very similar age they're a year apart when the girls were like about five years old or something they were in the shop and one went one way and one went the other and he thought I basically have to choose which one I love the most. <laughs> Sophie's choice. <laughs> he said he hated one of them, so it was an easy choice. <laughs> but, uh, I, well, I've noticed that, you know, because I've been walking outside and stuff um, just to get some fresh air. My grandma lives kind of in the countryside. So basically, I'd just stop at a car at her house, um, talk to her through the window because she can't go in because she's 95. 
and they go walk around the fields um, in the countryside. And uh, people are a lot more friendly. You know, now when you walk past people, they'll, oh, you're all right, how's it going? Yeah, uh, but that's a good thing. That's probably because they know that you're not going to stop and actually talk to them properly. <laughs> everyone can feel safe in the knowledge that yeah this is literally going to be a greeting and a goodbye and that's all there is to it (laughs) that's a very cynical way to look at it (laughs) (laughs) oh how the tables have turned (laughs) i've obviously been obviously been talking to you for too long (laughs) Ah, i mean to be honest i haven't uh during the lockdown they've been quite chilled because uh i'm not half as tired because i'm not at work all day so it's been pretty relaxed so i've been quite good um the only time i do get pissed off is when she's got to talk to her mum on skype and do japanese homework and she doesn't really want to do it and so she's dragging her feet about doing it and then i'm like well i can't do it so you just gotta get it done um, and then my wife starts giving me shit about why doesn't she want to do a japanese homework and i'm like I don't know it's not to do with me <laughs> It's because I'm whispering in her ear about how much yeah, better well, England the is other than day, Japan. The other day, uh, my wife hung up on us because I she was kind of having a go at Emma about not doing it properly. And I kind of leaned across and went, Shh, just remember, mummy's not a real teacher. She doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> I think Skype was cut off then. Yeah, there's uh, a man who's not scared of his wife. Well, she's 12,500 miles away. What's she going to do? <laughs> She's probably writing them all down. Yeah, you think she's not keeping a tally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think your sex life is barren at the moment. Wait till she turns yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. But I was at um, a friend's gar- in a friend's garden the weekend before. I was like drinking and halfway through drinking, we were laughing. He was telling a story about how um, he'd accidentally told his his wife that he wishes his father-in-law was dead. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> during the middle of a film in the cinema. Um, and, uh, how, that how made me she, laugh. How did she take it? Oh, oh she stopped out the film, I think. Oh. She was livid. <laughs> and then she told she told her dad. I know. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that made me laugh and then my face was hurting and I was absolutely hammered. And I was like, you know, and everyone's going, it just looks weird because your jaw's going like a, you know, like one of those little sort of, chattering teeth things <laughs> yeah the wind so up I looked ones. like I was shivering yeah <laughs> well this brings me on to the second story <laughs> so it says uh, woman bites off husband's what I mean it's going to be pretty obvious what <laughs> what he's going to be after he f- refuses to get what out of the bedroom so um, right. Abraham Musonda 52 was set upon by his 40 year old wife when he refused to remove what from uh her bedroom. <laughs> so I'm assuming that she bit off his little finger. <laughs> <laughs> bit bigger than that. Yep. So she <laughs> well, bit, you'd hope she bit so. Off his, bit off his todger. Um, <laughs> so what? why do you think she uh, got so angry that she bit off his penis? She wanted him to re- remove something from the bedroom. Yeah. So let me see. I would say, was it a picture of his ex? Nope. Am I, nope. Am I close? Nope. It's a living thing. Ah, like a pet spider or snake. Right. <laughs> so um, a wife bit off her husband's penis after he refused to get a rat out of her bedroom, police say. <laughs> so, she was allegedly, uh, well, Abraham Musonda, 52, from the Zimbabwean town of Kitwe, was allegedly attacked by his 40-year-old wife following a row about the Roman. Rodent, sorry. Not the Roman. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> it could be an Italian rat. 
<laughs> yeah. No, because in that case, they'd be sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> yeah. With the horse's head in her bed. Um, so she came back from a night of drinking with her friends and uh, found the rat near her bed. She was unable to sleep while the pesky rodent had run over the room, so she ordered her husband to get rid of it. He refused, and then a scuffle apparently ensued, ensued where she managed to sink her teeth into his genitals, causing, in uh, in commas, uh, inverted things, a major tear. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> yeah, a- any tear in that area is a major tear. <laughs> yeah. Although, although if he's if he's got a tear, he could borrow some of the previous story's ladies' super glue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a match made in heaven. <laughs> oh. But is that the end of uh, that tale? <laughs> These next bits are considered the highlights from all the 2020 shows. Please bear in mind that, as 2020 was the worst year on record, the bar for best bit is set pretty low. Time for something new. Uh, today we have a very special guest. He's been in Culture Corner before, but today he is live on the show. It's The connection has gone extremely smoothly. We've managed to connect to him with no troubles whatsoever. Uh, It's Edgar Frank with his uh, special, special game for us. Edgar. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello, John and Sam in Japan. Yes, this is Edgar Frank. And I thought that as this is an international comedy podcast, that I would do an international quiz for you, calling it Edgar Frank's Geographunny Quiz. Are you up for it, lads? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Great. So, here are the detailed rules. Listen carefully. Um, I'm going to tell you all about a world tour that I went on last year. All of the stories are true stories. I'm going to um, ask a question about my world tour, and all you have to do is answer the question, and the nearest to the correct answer, or, if neither of you know the answer, in my opinion, the funniest wins a point. Are you ready? Yep. I think the, one of the key points there is, in his opinion, the funniest. <laughs> which, which, could yeah. also, which could also mean the shittest. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, yes. As if you've heard co- um, Culture Corner, yes, um, you will see my idea of funny might not match up with the public's. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Are you ready for question one? Yeah. Okay. So um, I live in Japan um, and I thought I'd go on a, a world tour. What stopped me from going from Tokyo to the capital of Cuba for my first part of the trip? Uh, I haven't a clue. <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought you saw the price and you thought they were having a laugh. Oh, <laughs> God, you two are really funny. Um, excellent. <laughs> well, um, yes, I thought that the cost of the flight was 157,000 yen. <laughs> And I thought, are they having a laugh? <laughs> so, um, I think, John, John, you, you get half a point for being on the right lines. But Sam, considering it's the first time you ever heard that gag, that was brilliant. <laughs> Almost perfect. I'll give you a full point. <laughs> is, that, is that really the first time I've heard that joke? No, no. no? <laughs> I, use it, I use it most times I do. Um, I use it most times I do stand up because I think it's really funny. <laughs> I just got overexcited. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, what I didn't mention earlier was that I started my world tour with my girlfriend. However, can you tell me in what two countries did our relationship start to break down and why? Have a guess, lads. Go on, John, you can go first. I went first last time. Nice try. Oh, right. Uh, Fucking, yeah, nice try. So, uh, Do you want to hear the answer, gentlemen? Yes, um, please. Well, well this, <laughs> oh, yeah. the relationship started going wrong in Vietnam because she really started to annoy me there. Oh, that's... Yeah. Um, and by the time we got to the Australian capital, I realised I can't bear her anymore. Oh, hey. I, I thought I was thinking Australia. I thought it was something to do with she was the Brisbane of my life. <laughs> Very good. Better if I'm honest. That's annoying. Um, so um, after the first round, it's one. Uh, second round, it's one and a half um, points. Um, each. So yeah, after I dumped her because she was really annoying, um, the first country I visited on my own was Jordan. And when I was at Jordan, because I'm a man of simple tastes, I thought I'd go to a traditional English cafe slash restaurant. Can you tell me what was the best selling dish at said restaurant that I visited in Jordan? So it was an English cafe in Jordan. Yeah. Well, I think it's John's turn to go first. He'll be under the spotlight. <laughs> the best-selling best dish in Jordan. I don't know. How were the Katie Prices? Was it expensive? Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh, very British-centric, but excellent. I don't even know what the capital of Jordan is. Yeah, you see, this is yeah. This test not just um, punability, but also um, knowledge of geography, funny knowledge. Sam, do you want to ch- chip in? Oh, I've lost John. Sam, can you hear me? Sam, can you hear me? I, I can hear you. John has frozen, it seems like. Yeah, I, you two froze then, didn't you? What was Sam's answer? My, I, well, I haven't had my go yet, but I, Edgar, it seems that he's <laughs> frozen again, so I think it's a good opportunity yeah. for you to tell me the answer and then we can pretend I got it. Okay, the answer is Aman Chips. Excellent, excellent. Thank you. So once Thank he's you. back in, okay. I'll uh, say that. Hiya, what did I miss? Uh, so I haven't had my turn yet. Literally, literally. I wasn't frozen. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to talk. <laughs> Fucking, I heard all of that. <laughs> I'm in chips. Fuck off. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Sam. I wasn't frozen. I was just listening to you talk. <laughs> listening to <laughs> you stitch me up. <laughs> oh, you get minus a point for that, surely for cheating. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I, sorry, um, I was I was beer pressured into that one, um, John. So, yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Well, I haven't had my turn on it, so I, I was going to say that um, you have had your turn. You cheated. <laughs> no, no, I'll take my I'll take I'll take my minus points for cheating, but I also get an attempt at making my own joke from it. No, because no, because now you might get a point for saying something funny. That doesn't no. <laughs> I'm not having that. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Can't cheat. Uh, I yeah, okay. Okay, so due, due to um, computer issues, we'll have to say that, that round three was null and void. The answer was no, Ammon Chips. No, how? How? I said an answer. Oh, no. He oh, cheated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, there was no John, computer yeah. issue. He oh. just thought I'd frozen. I hadn't. I was just listening to him talk. <laughs> so don't get a point for Katie Price. Yeah, no, that was good. Yeah, okay, okay. Right. Oh, he's a hard taskmaster, isn't he? This is John. I am, yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. Cheating. Two and a half to half. To one and a half. Yeah. John, two and a half. John, John, good. John. Okay. <laughs>
This is JNS in J News. All right, and now it's time for the news section of the show. Sam, what have you got for me? We are we are called John and Sam in Japan, so I think it's like appropriate to do a story from Japan at least occasionally. So this one <laughs> is from Japan. There was a couple of police officers got in a little bit of trouble uh, in the winter. What what do you think they might have done? They got trouble in. Well, it was in the winter. The winter's actually irrelevant, but it was it was oh. earlier this year or the end of last year. Uh, this is something, it's not serious, it's nothing, they didn't break the law, I don't think, right. uh, but do you want to have a guess at what they did? Does it involve skiving, pretending to do uh, the job? It sort of involves skiving, yeah. Do they go and watch horse racing? Well, let me tell you, it says here, this is from uh, Sora24.com, oh, sorry, Soranews24.com. It says, just about every neighbourhood in Japan has a local koban or police box, a sort of compact street-side guardhouse with uniformed officers on duty, uh, tasked with springing into action should any illegal activity take place. However, in practice, most koban staff spend more time providing directions to local sites of interest than chasing down panty thieves or subduing Yakuza street fighters. (laughs) However, and after this, the first line of the next uh, paragraph, I'm going to give you another chance of guessing what they were doing. However, it turns out there was plenty of action going on inside a police box in the city of Amagasa, Hyogo Prefecture. So, does that give you any more of a clue? But they were just shagging. <laughs> Uh, at some point last winter, a 30-something police sergeant assigned to the, the Higashi precinct and one of his subordinates, a police woman in her 20s, became amorously involved. The pair kept their relationship a secret from the higher-ups and as a result were often assigned overnight duty together at the same co-band. So, yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Oh, nice. Was it, does it say if it was one of those Kobans that have like a house attached? Yeah, it says the Koban has a break room where officers can lie down and get some rest. Ostensibly, this is something they should do in shifts so that at least one officer is always awake if a citizen is in need of police assistance. However, the sergeant and subordinate instead decided to use the break room together and instead of getting some rest, decided to simply get some. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hats off to uh, Sword of News 24, that's quite a good joke. (laughs) (laughs) So they were having sexual intercourse inside the Koban while on duty and on multiple occasions. Multiple. Lucky girl. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The story continues. The pair's nocturnal investigations of each other's bodies was eventually exposed when a third party found out about them and reported the situation to higher-ups last month. Oh, that's obviously some jealous... Do you it was a jealous man or a jealous woman? Uh, it was almost undoubtedly a man. Yeah, some fat old <laughs> sort of 50-year-old who hates his wife, just jealous that his, <laughs> his young guy's getting it, getting it in. To be fair, if you got... If you were the guy on the next shift and you got into that bed to have a little nap and you squelched onto a used condom, you would probably be a little bit peeved. Oh, <laughs> I'm assuming that they, uh, they knew how to hide the evidence. They were just jizzing <laughs> on the mattress and they're just leaving used condoms. I mean, that would be... They'd have to be the worst police officers in the world. <laughs> it, it, it might have been like a sort of a, 
like a kind of boast by the male police officer. You know, look what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the second guy turns up for his shift with a blue light. <laughs> <laughs> I found some uh, specimens on the sheets. <laughs> yeah. Send it off to uh, get DNA tested. <laughs> Uh, it says, aside from the relationship being against police regulations, the incidents took place when no other officers were on duty in the Coban. A very serious problem. Yeah, somebody needed to report report that their uh, umbrella had been stolen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meaning that if someone had come in with an emergency, such as a stolen umbrella, they would have had to wait for the sergeant to pull out <laughs> and, <laughs> and the pair to get dressed before doing any actual police work. So as you said, they'd have to wait for him to pull out. <laughs> That's what it says on the article. <laughs> Just assuming that they're doing uh, normal, she might be pegging him. <laughs> with her truncheon <laughs> yeah she might need it to pull out it's the 21st century <laughs> sort of news 24 you need to uh, you need to broaden your horizons <laughs> it says thankfully an internal investigation uh, with no pun this time uh, concluded and no one had come into or called the Coban to report a crime during the time the amorous officers were entwined, but their actions were still judged to constitute dereliction of duty. So in this circumstance, what do you think the penalty has been for the two police officers? So the senior police officer was the man and the younger one was the woman. I was going to say, did they make him uh, do traffic duty, you know, standing there and... No, but it says... The the woman has received an official reprimand from the Hyogo Prefectural Police Central Command. Uh, so just a telling off, really. Uh, while the man who, and this gets worse, the man who is married and has a child oh. will be docked 10% of his next monthly paycheck. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I reckon they've got away quite lightly with that, really. Yeah, I um, mean, cheaper than... He's probably thinking himself he's cheaper than a hooker. <laughs> well, well, Sora News 24 says, which means that he could still be coming out of the affair ahead financially, considering all the money he has saved on love hotels by simply <laughs> humping at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Getting docked 10% of your wage. I wonder how they'd fill that in on the, uh, on the wage form. <laughs> if his missus has a look at his wage slip, what's this, what's this uh, 10% ticking off? What's that for? <laughs> Yeah, it'd be hard to explain away. They've probably got a special code for it in the police force, haven't they? <laughs> code uh, 69. Yeah. <laughs> where, uh, where, where was this story again? What was the name of the it, place? It was in uh, Hyogo Prefecture, Japan. Do you reckon uh, the first time that the female police officer suggested they go around the back and have sex, the man went, well, I don't know, you're going to cost me 10% of my next wage. <laughs> That was JNS in J News. John, 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 Sam in Japan. As usual, John and Sam's incompetence shone through. All right, and now it's time for the burning question. Uh, the ep- uh, uh. No, I think that's. I, is, that, is that the right way right around? It's been a long time. Oh, it is, it is, yeah. Sorry, go on. Go again. Okay, and now it's time for some musical comedy from longtime friend and collaborator on the show, Rupert VM. 
Not Rupert. That's not even a word. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, but, I mean he's, a, he's a long-time friend and collaborator, but we don't know what his name is. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, I was going to call him Rupert. <laughs> uh, well, you can enjoy that in the outtakes at Christmas. You. <laughs> uh, I love you, Rupen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, listeners, I'm John around a video chat, and just while I was talking, John took out his earphone and started sticking a cotton bud in his ear. Yeah, well, it just had these earphones, it made me, um, I just couldn't hear it, it sound like I've got liquid in there. Sorry. I used a, what were they called? A gay, an easy gay. <laughs> gay no so listeners this was from a few episodes back it was the the q-tips original name was oh he's going again on the other side well because i've done one side now that feels weird so i've got to do the other side you're out Sorry. of balance yeah oh. um an easy gay easy gay was that what it was yeah. you don't want to clean them too thoroughly you might suffer a bout of misophonia <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Recording with kids running about the place doesn't make life easy. Uh, and everyone felt really... Okay, now. The first one of 2020. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is... Uh, that, <laughs> Sam going, fuck yeah, that's a child sneaking up on him. Oh, that's the first time oh. I've seen it happen to you. That's brilliant. <laughs> Spend all that extra weight. You might be careful for a heart attack, mate. <laughs> you seem to have gone broke. Oh, well, <laughs> not going to be short of bloopers, are we, for uh, 2021? No. <laughs> Slept. Hold on, that's my daughter playing the guitar. Layla, go away. <laughs> Out. Because Daddy's doing this. She's got the <laughs> she's got the same level as of ability as you. Yeah, she has. Well, we'll hear hear more of that later. She's yeah, just giving a right can't evil look. Way. Yeah. <laughs> um. There have been some smashing jingles. Sam the Rap Man. Here we go. The mullet is a fish, but also a style of hair from the 80s. It's known to be wild. Business at the front, party at the back. A bit like the school bus, the party's at the back. It's at the back. It's at the back. It's at the back. It's at the back. Parties at the back. Sam loves musical comedy. I think it's really shit. Sam loves musical comedy. Wonder what he'll make of this. Sam loves musical comedy. I give him loads of stick. Sam loves musical comedy. Guess that makes me a prick. Sam loves musical comedy. Doubted I could make this tune Cause Sam loves musical comedy I think it's really shit Sam loves musical comedy 
Wonder what he'll make of this. Fuck off. Under normal circumstances, I'd suggest it was time for an intervention. But frankly, I think we are too late. So, um, one night I got absolutely hammered. I think I was, well, I would have been hammered, definitely, and probably stoned, so I think I found it highly amusing. You seem to be full of vim and vigour this morning, so... <laughs> 5.7% real ill, yeah, so it was quite hammered. I was, like, drinking, and halfway through drinking, we were laughing. I was absolutely hammered. 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 Jesus Christ. Okay, and now it's time for some musical comedy from longtime friend and collaborator on the show, Rupert VM. Japan has four seasons, autumn leaves and cherry blossoms, but the Olympics are in the middle of summer, and every ten minutes you'll need a shower. The trains are so convenient, even if they're full, they push you in, and remember that it's the middle of summer, the trains feel like a f***ing sauna. Food is so delicious, it's world heritage and the favorite food for foreigners is teriyaki, Mac burgers, Tokyo 2020, 99% humidity, Tokyo 2020, you'll sweat more than the Olympic Cuisine is so unique. Try all of the local specialties like osembe, osembe, uncle, osembe, 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 uncle, osembe. The trains are so efficient, they run on time to the minute. Get to your destination for a reasonable cost, but look at the map, you will get lost. Come to the fish market and see lots of fish and stupid tourists. We have every kind of fish that you can think, except for whale. Wink, wink. <laughs> Tokyo 2020. Come research whales with me. Tokyo 2020. The mascots are so kawaii. Tokyo, so many things to do. For example, see a temple, a temple, a temple, Disneyland, a temple, a shrine looks like a temple, another f***ing temple. <laughs> Japan is so hospitable, maybe you want to make Japan your permanent home. But first we need to waste your time, go to immigration and wait in line. You're in the wrong line. Tokyo 2020, please save the economy. Tokyo 
2020. Come to Japan temporarily. Everybody around the world, let's join hands and go for gold. Yeah. Tokyo 2020. Just a little bit of bribery. Tokyo 2020. Japanese hospitality. Thank you very much. See you at the opening ceremony. And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who was involved. Thanks to Matt Perkins. Thanks to Ruben VM. Uh, but most of all, thanks to the jingle master himself, <laughs> John McBride. <laughs> 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 Can't wait to hear what you come up with next December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've got a year to make a better jingle. <laughs> are, you just, are you just trying to turn me into a musical comedian by, <laughs> by stealth? Like, make me join the dark side, like fucking uh, Padme with uh, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, Emperor Palpatine. Find yourself going yeah. on YouTube, checking out Tim Lynchin. Yeah. Pick up the guitar, you will. Right? Yeah. Musical comedy, you will. Um, so, well, for next episode's Birdie Question, then, because uh, my wife is adamant that uh, I was lying about her hiding the kindle um so what's the what's the biggest lie that you've told oh yeah good as ever keeping it light i suppose <laughs> yeah we don't want to know about any crimes <laughs> all right all right anything else no i think that's all all right catch, catch you later, later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning questions Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast